Hey, this is Kim Agrawal from the Sparking Entrepreneur Show, and today we have Patrick Lady with us. Patrick has been coaching executive for twenty five years, helping them to become impactful leaders with who inspire followership. He specializes in working with clients who need a senior thought partner to help them develop the thinking and behaviors needed in becoming a compelling leader. His passion includes supporting leaders to develop their executive presence and sustainable emotional intelligence. So with that said, let's welcome our today's guest, Patrick Relly. Patrick, welcome to the show. Well, thank you. Hello. Good morning. It's morning my time. Yes. <laughs> so welcome. Welcome to the show, Patrick. Let's begin with your journey from consulting to coaching. Tell us what, what got you started as an entrepreneur. Sure. Um, well, I had a job at a company for a long time. Uh, I left. And um, shortly thereafter, one of the uh, executive vice presidents with whom I'd worked uh, called me to help him. Uh, he had just taken over a job uh, that nine people had failed at before. Uh, he had me doing some consulting work for him, helping him out. And he then said, you know, we have put a lot of new metrics in place. We have a new way that the team is configured. We have different measurables, better business systems. Uh, the team is really gelling. And what we're missing is I know that myself and my direct reports need to become better leaders if we're going to make this happen, if we're going to produce results. And so he said to me, so can you do any coaching? And I said to him, yes, I can. And literally that's how I got started. Now, before anyone thinks I'm a shuckster of, uh, and making things up, um, there was some measure of truth to that in that a lot of the consulting work that I had done up to that point in time was very much like what we would call le le leadership or executive coaching today. So uh, it wasn't that much of a, a stretch. And uh, what I'd say is that um, I've been working on getting better at my coaching uh, every year for the last 25 years. And I have gotten a lot better because I do work hard. I practice. I keep training. It's always necessary, uh, in my opinion and experience, if you're going to be helpful to people, especially people who lead large organizations, you always have to be a step or two ahead of them. Uh, otherwise, why would they need your help? So I'm always learning and studying new things to keep myself improving and getting better. So that's how I got started. <laughs> understood, understood. Got it, Patrick. My next question to you is along the lines of things that you feel uh, that you're proud of as a coach. So uh, any any client experiences, any success stories, uh, which is on the top of the mind right now or close to your heart or something that you're really proud of, please? Sure. You know, what, what's interesting, Kieran, uh, is, is this. Um, I'm not sure why, and I've tried to get explanations for this, but two things. One is I have a lot of uh, women who come to me and even though they could choose women, another woman to be their coach, they select me. I also have lots and lots of people. Uh, the, the, the majority of my clients, maybe 60% uh, or more are of color. Yeah. And for some reason also, I'm, I'm very proud that people who are look different than me come from different cultures decide that I would be the person to help guide them forward. So I think, you know, and maybe you're looking for a specific occurrence, mm. but what I'm most proud of is the fact that people who are different 
uh, select me to be their coach and to help guide them uh, in in their leadership and their career going forward. So that's the thing I'm most most proud of. I, I just and I, I would say I know you told me who your audience is, and, and a lot of the clients I worked with are originally from India. So, mm -hmm. uh, and I have no idea why, but <laughs> I like it. So, yeah, totally. And after you have become a coach, like. Uh, any any client in particular who is on the top of the mind, whose whose success story uh, is like out of the blues, something that you didn't expect, but it happened. Well, I, I'm going to answer that in two ways. Uh, one is that um, I'm quite surprised about um, how much work I get with extremely technical people, um, people who are um, the highest level, most sophisticated engineers uh, often asked to work with me. And I, to my, quite frankly, um, uh, I am not a very technical person. Uh, I would be the last person as an engineer that you'd ever hire in your life. So mm -hmm. I, I find it, um, it really pleasantly surprises me. So that's the generic answer. Um, the other answer is, um, this and more specifically, I'm thinking about a gentleman I was working with uh, a number of years ago who um, was very good at what he did, but he also wasn't a very um, easy person to work with. He was very difficult. And I, I used to work with a lot of people like that. And um, I was shocked after I gave him some feedback one day about how um, he was coming across to people and he had no idea about how difficult it was to work with him, how unpleasant it was to work with him, how problematic it was. And literally, I mean, this is a very, uh, I, I'm not sure I have the right word here, but macho kind of guy. And as I talked with him, he looked, literally broke down and started sobbing uh, in, in front of me. And um, he looked and, and you know said he was just extremely upset. Uh, he thought things would, would not like this, but that he said, I, I'd really like you to help me figure out how to do this better because I know that I have to get results. I'm paid for getting results and delivering, but it's very uh, disturbing to me that so many people find it so hard to work with me. Mm. And um, it took a while, but he did really turn himself around. He, he really got to a place where he was, um, I wouldn't say he was the best person that, to, that people would find to work with, but he became a much easier person to work with. He figured out how to get results and how to also be, you know, a decent human being uh, a, a, as well as a boss and leader. So I think that that's just a specific instance that that comes to mind for me. Mm -hmm. uh, I got I got a, I got a lot more, but that's the one that just popped into my head. Yeah, understood. And that surely is a transformation because a macho person like. Sobbing into tears and being uh, vulnerable is very, very difficult. And then changing the mindset, changing the behavior to become more of a people person, surely it is. And can you please elaborate on the processes that you usually tend to use? Uh, how, do, how do you get a person moving from point A to point B? Sure. Well, the first thing is uh, you always just have to connect with the person unless you create some initial connection and relationship, 
uh, they are never going to work with you. They're never going to trust you, never be comfortable enough with you. So the first thing you have to do is, is just connect as a human being with the person and have them feel comfortable enough in two ways. One is, do I have the requisite competence to be a successful executive coach? They, they will ask about that in, in sometimes direct and indirect ways. And then secondly, do they feel comfortable having a conversation with our series of conversations with me where they would um, be disclosing difficult things and talking about challenges. And when they answer those two things in their mind, then, then we can get started. Uh, the next thing pretty much is uh, I'll ask them, you know, they, do they know a lot about coaching? Have they had a coach before? Uh, I'll give them some context if they haven't. And then I ask them, what's their goal? Like if we're going to have a successful coaching uh, intervention. We're going to work together for a number of months. What would they like to get out of it? What would be concrete achievements and results? So that's the next piece. Um, typically after that, we, we start to, to work on that. I also almost always will ask people to do what I call a conversational 360, which means that I go and interview about eight to 10 people that work with this person frequently and or significantly, uh, whether they be direct reports, bosses, peers, or colleagues, depending upon the business, sometimes it's customers I also ask to talk to. Mm -hmm. I interview those people. I ask them generally three simple questions. Uh, what, what does he or she do well as a leader? What are some challenges or improvements? And what would be one specific thing that they need to do, uh, what would be the most important thing for them to do better going down the road? I summarize what I hear, I do a trend analysis, I present the findings to the client, we review them, and then I ask them, so what do you think you need to work on? And what, what are the two or three places that we need to work together uh, so you improve as a leader? Uh, we create a plan from them. I generally will ask them shortly thereafter to meet with them, with their boss, to look at the plan, to verify and validate that that's the right thing for the organization. And then we work the plan. Now, beyond that, I can't say unequivocally what exactly I do with the coaching, because a lot of it depends on the data. But a couple of things, I always will teach people a model, an influence model, and have them apply it because if you're leading a large organization, you always have to get better at influencing other people, different people, different kinds of stakeholders. And the second thing is I always teach people uh, a way of managing their personal stress and reactivity uh, mm -hmm. so that they can always bring their best self to the situation. It's something I learned, it's a tool set I learned from the, the Navy SEALs, uh, which you know they use to teach tips. Navy SEALs who have very dangerous jobs uh, to keep themselves calm and composed under pressure. So those are some of the basics. Now, the other thing I, I would say simply is that um, once we've identified two or three things that um, the leader needs to work on, let me come up. So they need to uh, communicate better to peers and colleagues. Uh, they need to not get reactive in senior leadership meetings. Uh, and, um, they need to work on their executive presence and learn how to come across to people in ways that make more people interested in following them. 
So let's just say that's the three things that we came up with your 360. Um, I would then say, okay, so let's, let's just go for better communication with a variety of stakeholders. So tell me three specific people that you need to improve your communications with. Great. Let's figure that, what that out. Let's describe what that is. Then, then together we'll come up with a strategy for how they can improve their communication. I might teach them some new tools or tricks, et cetera. And then I'll say, so now go do it, uh, go practice, go do it. And then come back in the next meeting. We'll talk again and talk about, so how did it go? Were you successful? Were you not? Uh, if you're successful, how would you continue to practice and keep getting better at that? If you weren't, what didn't work? What are the modifications you need to make? How will you do that? And keep practicing and working on what it is you need to do better until you get better. And then you move on to the next thing. So let me stop, see what other questions you might have. But that's that's the general lay of the land. Was, was that clear enough? Yes, it was. Patrick, I've got the whole thing and uh, it is going to be difficult for you to explain it in more detail uh, in a short amount of span that we have. Thank you so much for yeah. sharing as much as you did. Uh, Patrick, my next question to you is along the lines of misconceptions that you feel are in the coaching industry. Um, well, let's see. I think there's a couple of things. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't really know and understand what coaching is. They don't have a definition. And um, I think that there are some people who see coaching and make it equivalent with consulting. Consulting is really somebody has an expertise and they come in and they help you solve a problem. Coaching is by definition more focused on, on um, helping people to create insight around key challenges, as I described before and what I do, uh, seeing what it is that really sticks with them, what remains with them, and then asking them to go practice it, practice it, practice it deliberately so they can make improvements in um, behavior and in thinking. Meaning the other thing I think is that yeah, in this current day with um, the emergence of uh, certain organizations that offer uh, simplified, commodified, commoditized coaching and AI, I think there's a lot of improvement that you can make through uh, commoditized coaching and with the use of AI tools to help people improve their behavior. On the other hand, I think the other misconception is that that can do it all because sometimes, especially with more senior people, uh, there's, a, there's a lot of subtlety that's required. There's a lot of nuance. There's a lot of specificity. And so uh, there will always be work for people who are very experienced, sophisticated, and knowledgeable to help people who have to make very difficult decisions and make really good decisions and make them well and do them well most of the time. So I think those are the two misconceptions that pop in my head uh, the quickest. Yes, yes. Got it, Patrick. So some misconceptions need to be resolved ASAP. And hopefully this conversation uh, brings about at least some change in those misconceptions as we speak further. Patrick, now tell us about the best ways of reaching out to you. Is it your email? Is it your website? What is it? Well, if you go to my website, it'll take you to my email. So that would probably, <laughs> that would probably be the, the best way. Pa Patrick at 
resources with an S in action.com. Patrick at resources in action.com. That would be the best way to reach me directly. And, and any of your listeners have questions, have them send me an email. I'm happy to answer them. Uh, depending upon the day of the week uh, or the time of day, um, you know, I, I try to answer everything within 24 hours, but if you've got, uh, so, somebody who's got a question and they send it to me at, uh, three in the afternoon in, uh, Bangalore, chances are, I might not get to it for a day or two, given the time difference, but you get the idea. I'm yeah. actually very, I, I'm really good at answering email and queries from people. Of course, of course. So do reach out guys. A uh, wonderful person to connect with and uh, might get educated as soon as you reach out. Thank you so much, Patrick. Now, next question, which is the final question for the day. So tell us what are the action steps? What to do after listening to this conversation, Patrick? Well, I guess the first thing is if what I've said piques people's interest, uh, send me an email. Uh, tell me what your question is and we can set up a conversation to see if uh, coaching uh, for you at this point in time is of interest, uh, if there are questions you need to answer first, uh, and we can then have a conversation to take it further if that's something that's of interest to you. If you just want some information and I can provide some clarification about tools and approaches, et cetera, I'm happy to do that as well. So it really depends on where someone is and what their level of interest is. Is it, is it academic? Is it curiosity? Or is, has this piqued their interest enough where they say, huh, this might be really useful for me to talk further with this, with this coach, Patrick Riley, to see if he could help me to further my career, clarify some key challenges for me in my business now. So it, it depends on people's need and level of interest and what the challenges are. So that, you know, I, it's, so there's a whole range of potential responses. I am happy to, you know, respond to any queries that people have and, uh, whether they want information or whether they want to, you know, sign up for coaching, it's really up to the, to the user, right? Uh, just depends on, uh, what, what their need and interest is. Does that help? It, it does help. So do reach out to Patrick if you have any further questions. And if there is any thought that you would want to leave us with, Patrick, what would that thought be? Thank you for asking that. Um, I think this, this is the thing, which is to me is that um, if you're going to be in business, uh, you're going to have challenges. And that, that's what they pay you for. There are challenges around deliverables. There are challenges around dealing with regulators. There are challenges with people. And um, there always are ways, every problem is potentially solvable. You just have to know exactly what the problem is. And then you have to have the, the tools and skills and sometimes guidance to help you solve those problems. Some problems, Every problem is solvable, sometimes not easily. Sometimes they take a long period of time. Every problem can be, with the right thoughtfulness and guidance, be turned into an opportunity uh, to move things along. And I'd sort of bring that positive perspective of that everything can be improved and get better. So that, that's how I try to wake up every day. Wow. And I love the quote when you said that, uh, the business is full of challenges and that that is what you get paid for so thank you so much patrick for enlightening us on so many things today we learned a lot 
and if you guys feel that Patrick is the man, so do reach out to LinkedIn and his email are some of the best ways of reaching out to him. Thank you so much, Patrick, again for a great conversation. And uh, hopefully we have more of these in the future. Thank you very much, Kieran. And I was just say, just in listening to you, even though we're not uh, using video today, I can, I can see the smile on your face as we're finishing up. I can hear it in your voice. Thank you. Thank you so much. I am smiling and uh, you have been, you, you know people better than we, I believe. So, Patrick, uh, thank you again for such a great conversation. And with that said, I am your host, Kiran Agrahar, signing off. You guys take care. Bye, guys. Pleasure. Bye.